When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, the 16th, yes, the 16th edition of the Netball World Cup starts tomorrow, opening with our Silver Ferns taking on one-time World Cup holders Trinidad and Tobago at 7pm New Zealand time. The Ferns will want to make a statement in their first match, which will likely be a very physical encounter against a team that employs that tough Caribbean style of play. The Ferns have been together now for six weeks, and you would expect any team that Dame Nolene Taurua has for that length of time will be well prepared for what's ahead. If all goes to plan, the Ferns will face either Australia, who have a limited build-up because of their late competition, uh, or Jamaica, who have some of the best players out of that Aussie competition. Uh, defending the trophy is not going to be easy in Cape Town. Now, we're here to uh, break down the task uh, ahead of the Silver Ferns is netball analyst and former Waikato Bay of Plenty Magic defender, Alex Nisham. Good morning to you, Alex, and thanks very much for joining us. Hi, Smithy. Thanks for having me. Hey Alex, look, you know we've just been for the last hour talking about the importance, the importance of the Bledisloe Cup still to rugby players. Where does is, where does the World Cup, uh, World Championship status sit, sit for netballers? Is it the ultimate prize? Oh, absolutely, yes. It's it's just a pinnacle event, um, and obviously we've shown that we do really well at this level, and we are defending champions. So there is a little bit of pressure there. Um, but no, it's it's such a big event for um, all those netballers. They'll be so excited and raring to go. It's sort of clashing a wee bit, uh, unfortunately, with uh, the Football Women's World Cup, which is on our shores. Obviously, I, I would imagine you've you've been watching a little bit of that action. So, perhaps uh, it's not the ideal time. Do you think? Oh no, I think it's great for women's sport um, having all this World Cup. Um, excitement going on and I think um, the girls actually sent a video to the football ferns wishing them luck I'm sure they will do the same as well so I think it's great for women's sport Right, let's look at uh, the, the Silver Ferns, can we, Alex, please? Because they have been together, as we said, for uh, around about six weeks since the uh, conclusion of uh, our competition. They've had warm-up games against Fiji and Malawi. Um, they will be well prepared going into the first match, surely? Yes, they will be, and um, we know Dame Nolan Totoa prepares her teams extremely well. She overworks them um, to make sure that they are at that physical peak um, that they need to be to um, compete at this level. So um, she will have done her research. They've had multiple camps over in Australia, um, and obviously playing there, doing all that um, management of their time, how they would... Um, do that on game day as well so she will have prepared them well um, for these first encounters Alex if you look at the group we're in Group D, uh, we have Uganda Trinidad, Tobago and Singapore now you would assume, I'm just saying um, on rankings here that um, uh, Trinidad, Tobago um, with their experience at World Cups would probably be the hardest opposition in this group so tomorrow night becomes increasingly important doesn't it? 
Yes, it does. I mean, we should um, cruise through this, but um, Trinidad and Tobago are a really, really classy side, um, and they've got that different style of netball play. Um, so good that we played Malawi because, again, quite similar styles, very aerial and dynamic um, players. So hopefully we're, we're well prepared for that and um, can hit the ground running in that first game. There was a lot of talk uh, during uh, our home season of the physicality in this particular competition. Uh, will that be allowed at a World Cup? Yes, it will, and it will prob- probably be even more physical um, given the calibre of the tournament. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, the sides like England, South Africa, having um, at, at home, um, they will be rearing to go as well. Um, and obviously, um, Jamaica are very, very physical, and obviously, Australia as well. And, and us, you have to be at this level. Um, so, it will be physical, but it'll be super competitive and um, really great to watch. So, in terms of a starting lineup, uh, we, we talk about the, the, the importance of this opening match in terms of. The competition side of it. I just wonder, will she play Dame Knowles? Will she play her starting, her best starting seven? And, and who do you think that might be? Oh, that's a great question. Um, it's hard to know how how she will play it. I think she probably will start off with um, a very strong seven to start with. Um, there are a few um, injury worries. Obviously, Jane Watson um, had a bit of a leg injury um, that. Um, removed her from a lot of that end of ANZ um, premiership season. So possibly a few question marks over um, her game management time. I think um, you've got to start Grace Wiki at goal shoot, um, Amelia Ann at goal attack. Um, wing attack will probably be Gina Crampton, I would think. Centre Kate Heffernan. Um, wing D is a good question actually because um, Karen Berger um, is dominant at both Goldie and Wing D so she can swing swing there as well um, Goldie possibly Phoenix Karaka and Kelly Jury at the back there or um, Jane Watson again they offer something different so um, yeah it'll be interesting to see but again she's got to manage her player time really well given that this is a 8 day tournament um, mm. So she needs to make sure that um, you know it's short and sweet. So um, it'll be interesting to see how many changes she makes and who she starts with. So Alex, uh, when we look at this game tomorrow night, aside from uh, the fact that uh, we think we're going to win it and probably by a, a relatively healthy margin, what should we be looking at? What are the good clues that you'll be looking at to see in terms of uh, this performance? Um, I will be looking um, at the defence and how, um, just being a defender obviously, but um, just seeing how they um, how they defend um, a very, like a lot of movements, a lot of tall players um, and how they prepare well for that. Um, it's also quite a young and new midcourt with Kate Heffernan in there. So um, I'll be looking to see how they feed Grace Wiki, um, given that they haven't had a lot of time with her. I mean, they have had the six weeks build up, obviously. But again, she's still really young um, and quite new to this international scene. So it'll be really interesting to see how they feed her. Um, I think she'll be absolutely fine, but she does need that um, precise feed in there. Um, so, no, it'll be really, really good to watch um, and see how they go first game up. As you say, this is a real quick-fire tournament. Um my memory doesn't serve me that well, but is this typical of World Cups? Are they over in a flash like this? 
Yes, they are. Netball is played really, really quickly. They have, you know, those three first games are all back-to-back, which is tough on the body. Um, So, yeah, no, it's really, really competitive and quick. I'm not not entirely sure why, but most netball tournaments are played like that. Um, So it's just, I mean, other than the ANZ, which is obviously drawn out. Um, But no, World Cup's usually quite quick and fast, which is... Good, but also pretty hard on the body. So it'll be interesting to see how they manage that. Okay, let's look at uh, two or three of the other squads if we can, Alex, because uh, I think it's going to be a very, very even competition. And that includes, of course, uh, our great rivals, Australia, who have had a limited build-up on the basis that their domestic competition didn't finish all that long ago. Will that matter to them? What are you expecting out of Australia? Oh, hey, Australia are a class side and they know how to win and um, perform under pressure. Some would say, obviously, they have had a shorter build-up. However, they've had a lot more um, competitive netball leading up to this, whereas, obviously, we've had a bit of a break. Um, And, obviously, you can play um, games and camps and that sort of thing, but um, the Suncorp... Super Netball comp was extremely competitive um, and they've just come out of that. So they're all still game fit and ready to go. So, no, Australia will be um, the ones to beat. They come in ranked one. Um, so, yeah, no, they are always a very, very tough team to, to and knock ja- off. And Jamaica, how do you feel about them? They, they, to me, Jamaican sides just have that uh, on-the-day kind of thing where they can beat any, anyone, which makes them lethal. Absolutely. The Sunshine Girls, they've been in outstanding form. And we saw this in the Com, com Games when they um, beat the Aussie Diamonds and us um, to knock us out. So they are extremely strong and a fast and athletic team. They're very aerial with um, tall shooters um, at the end there. They've also got, um, I think, one of the best defenders in the tournament in Shamira um, Sterling, who's come off an outstanding season in the um, Suncorp netball comp. So um, she will be a very tough opponent for anyone coming up against her, as well as um, Latanya Wilson, who's her goldie, who's also in great form. Who's a better fit if we have to play, uh, and we clearly will, um, I would imagine, have to play one of those two sides. Who's a better fit for us in the first of the playoff games? Oh, it's a good question. Um, I think Jamaica. I think um, given that they knocked us out in the Com Games, we we'll want a bit of revenge there. And we, I mean, we all know and love an Aussie New Zealand final, which I hope and think it will be. Um, but also, we can't forget about England as well. Um, mm. They are also very strong of having some of those players also in the Suncorp netball comp who've performed outstandingly as well and Helen Halsby and Eleanor Cardwell. So they will also be a force to be reckoned with. Right, okay. Then outside of the big four as such, uh, South Africa are in the same group as Jamaica. Home advantage, of course, a lot of pressure on there. Is there a, 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 a smokier? Is there a team you think could possibly sneak into that last four, win their group um, outside the big four? Oh, yeah, I mean, South Africa, definitely a good shout. Um, Having it at home there, they've got um, Norma Plummer as their coach, who obviously is a um, former Australian um, coach as well. She knows her stuff. They've also got um, a very good shooter in Lydia's Potkita as well. Um, 
and some very, very good defence as well. Again, um, a very strong side. So they could sneak in, but I, I don't. I think um, the top four will be Jamaica, England, New Zealand, and Australia. And from that, we win, do we? I hope so, Smitty. I, I think we can definitely do it, and um, they're going there to win those silver ferns. Um, and I, I totally think they can do it. Great positivity. I, I love it. Absolutely love it. And uh, all all I saw on over the next eight days, for goodness' sake, this is this is uh, beginning and ending in the space of about a week of uh, women's football World Cup. So I think that just gives uh, I think that gives Alex a real perspective of uh, you know blinking it's over. So you've got to be actually bring your A game uh, every single time. Absolutely, yeah. It's there's no. Um there's no room for any sort of issues. You've just got to keep going. And, um, yeah, like I said, that player management is going to be really important um, to make sure that um, your players are ready to take on come come playoffs. So it's so exciting and so awesome for women's sport, like I said. And just finally, Alex, sometimes World Cups are end of career times for um, a lot of players you know you, you put it a, a date on the calendar and say that's it for me win lose draw um, I've had a great time um, but I want to move on to other things in terms of the silver ferns uh, do you see this uh, happening in, in terms of the playing personnel or the coaching personnel oh um, I'm not sure no I don't I don't think many of those girls are um, are ready just yet um, I think there's a question mark over Gina Crampton, um, but and and obviously you want to finish um, with a gold medal. So a couple of those girls are um, a little bit older or more experienced and may want to um, move on. But um, it also, if, if you win as well, it gives you even more confidence to go back and do it again. So no, I'm sure on that. Um, hopefully people keep going. Um, I think it's exciting when um, obviously you've got young players coming through as well, and, and this is quite a young um, young team. So hopefully, we don't see too many more retirements. Okay, Alex. Well, that's great. Hey, thanks for, for so much for previewing it for us and uh, giving a perspective on how you see it playing out. Uh, absolutely fantastic. I love World Cups when I think we've got a real chance of winning. I'll be perfectly honest, and this is one that always is that uh, that is the case. Hey, thanks so much for your time this morning. Enjoy the next uh, eight days or so, and uh, I imagine you'll be having some relatively late nights watching some netball, etc. Yes, I definitely will. Thank you so much for having me, Smitty.